We all have bucket lists. As a lifelong sports fan, mine is full of tons of different sporting events and venues, from the NBA, NFL, Olympics, and beyond. However, my greatest bucket list item is something I want to share with the world and fans like me. What if you could attend a home college football game for all 130 and counting FBS programs? Seems crazy, right? Join me, your host, Bobby Wilson, as I take you along for the ride to see all the FBS venues and more. This is the TNT College Football Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the very next episode of the TNT College Football Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Wilson. Glad to be back on tonight. Hope everybody's doing well. Really excited about this episode. I have a recent UConn commitment, Ray Eldridge, on the show. Ray is coming to UConn after a really good career at Richmond. Uh, thanks for joining me tonight, Ray. Happy to be here, Bobby. Yeah, and now I'm ready to pump. You know, I'm pumped, ready to talk some football. And uh, yeah, yeah, let's, let's get into it. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, you and I were talking before the sh- before we got on air here and, and doing some research about you. It, I, I found that you never lost a regular season high school football game. That is absolutely amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, we were really freaking good in high school. We took a lot of pride in what we did. We had a really good football coach, uh, Joe Rossi, and uh, my family's really close with him. He was the head football coach. My dad was the head soccer coach. So funny enough, uh, my dad sent me on to play for him because I was a bit too big for soccer. But uh, my brothers both played. Chad plays a Mercer now, uh, you know, down in Georgia. He's really, he's a really good player. You know, you, you could see him go pro one day. He's, he might be a better athlete than me. That's but, awesome. Um, yeah, no, so it, <laughs> take a lot of pride in our community and how we play football there and Noah Plack who also just committed me and him have been we've been going to this we went to South Fayette that's the name of the high school uh, we went there I mean I, I've known Noah forever <laughs> we were in the same like fourth grade class and since then you know we've been inseparable he's one of my best friends and uh he's he's been my dog for life <laughs> honestly so yeah, it's it's awesome. That like that's why you see me posting like one last ride. It like really is. It's like from high school playing each other in college, now playing with each other for our last season. It's it's awesome. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm I'm yeah, I'm really excited for it. That's so cool. There's not very many friends that can say that. No, no, for sure. I mean, our high school produces a lot of top players. You know, I played with another my high school teammates. And now I played with another, like another one of our high school teammates. So. Yeah, and we also produced like some NFL like talent too, like Justin Watson on the Kansas City Chiefs right now. He he went through our high school. He went to UPenn, and it's like you know we started out at SCS guys, and you know we made a name for ourselves, and that's where we are at UConn now. You know we had enough talent, and the coaches saw that, and you know happy to be a part of the program going to this spring and next fall. Is it safe to say that you're rooting for the Chiefs then in the playoffs here? <laughs> um. Yeah, probably. I mean, Justin Watson already got a ring. He played for the Buccaneers and they won it. So, uh, <laughs> but hey, I'm always going to cheer for my guys. That's for sure. Uh, you can always count on that. That's awesome. I love that. <clears throat> you come from a, a good college program, too, at Richmond. I mean, you guys had a lot of success. I mean, this year you guys had a really good year. Can you kind of speak to the the level of football that you guys played? Yeah, so especially in the CAA, it's probably one of the best FCS conferences. I'd say it's pretty comparable to some group of fives. And it was, it, it's a special 
conference. You know, some of these conferences today, you got teams playing, let's say, just next year, Big Ten. You got UCLA and USC in the Big Ten. They're playing teams across the country. Here we are. We're playing William Mary, and they're an hour down the road. And it's, it's I think that's something that was super cool. JMU, too, you know, they're two hours west. And, you know, we get to play them at UConn now. It's kind of like a revenge game. <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome. Know? So it's something I'm pretty pumped about. And, um, yeah, it was, it was really awesome football. A lot of culture there, too. I mean, our game against William Mary, I think it's been 150 games played total between us. It's one of the, it's called the South's oldest rivalry. We play the Capital Cup. It's it's awesome. It's really it's really special. And I think the conference, you know, a lot of great competition. I mean, and I know Joe just committed today from Maine. You know, we produce a lot of good players in this conference, a lot of NFL talent. And it's something that people might oversee because an S, you know, FCS conference. But believe me, there's people that can ball. Like, we got a lot of good players. Kobe Turner, who was on my team last year, transferred to Wake Forest. He was a PFF All-American this year. So <laughs> I'm telling you, we, we got some good players. It's just the players that fall through the cracks, I'd say, are the ones that are going to FCS. Absolutely. I mean, looking at your schedule from last year, I think you guys played like four or five top 20 teams. Oh, yeah. We, we, I think we finished the season ranked 11th in the country. Uh, yeah, William Mary, really good team. Delaware was really good. Um, Elon, like we played a bunch of really solid squads. Sacramento State, who we lost to, I mean, not in the conference, but in the playoffs. Like, FCS ball is just, as I said, I, I feel like it's pretty overlooked just because it is, you know, a sub-conference of D1. But I'm telling you, the talent that they have there is no joke. How, how was it playing in the playoffs? All right, so we played Davidson first round, and they're they're in a non scholarship conference. So, you know, no, no discredit to them, but we had a lot more talent than they did, and they mm -hmm. ran a triple option. We were, we were just bigger, we were just you know, faster, and we kind of whooped on them pretty good. I think it was like forty five nothing. Then we played Sacramento State, and that was my first time out of the time zone. Like I stayed East Coast my whole life, being from Pittsburgh. Never really went out west more than that. And uh, through the Sacramento State, I'm like, yo, I got I got used to this <laughs> three hours back thing. Um, but I tell you, during this game, it freaking poured. It, oh. it did not. It was unrelenting. I was soaking wet. But me being, you know, from one of the more northern states on the team, and Pittsburgh being a cold area in general, mm -hmm. I don't see sitting on the heated bench, and I'm just sitting in my chair, just watching the offense go, and I'm just like. Man, I'm used to this. Like, the coldest <laughs> game I ever played was like negative 14 degrees in high school. So it, it was nothing. But I was definitely soaked. And uh, they had a pretty good squad. You know, their West Coast ball never played against it. Def definitely a different style. It was cool to go against. And, um, you know, I thought we could have came out on top. At the end, we didn't. But it was a really good experience. I mean, we worked really hard to get to the playoffs in my final year. I mean, we were always so close, you know, freshman through senior year, but then my freshers, you know, my fifth year finally made it. and uh, it, it was worth the wait. It was a fun time. It was fun while it lasted. It's got to be really rewarding to see that hard work pay off. Oh, my God, yeah. Going into Richmond, you know, I had offers from JMU, uh, a couple Mac schools, a couple other, other schools with really great winning traditions. I see Richmond, who, you know, had a winning tradition, and it's, I remember 
in the recruiting process, I wanted to like build that back up. It's, and our class really did that. I mean, me, I'm transferring to UConn. Joe Moore, one of our alignment, he's transferring to Syracuse. One of our corners, Tyreek uh, Funderburg, he's transferring to App State. We had a lot of great talent, a lot of kids that worked really hard. And it's something I think is super cool seeing us go on these other ventures of really great FBS programs. And it's really rewarding to see our individual work pay off, but it was really fun to play with each other. I mean, it really felt like we were, we were super close. It was, it was, it was awesome. It really felt like high school again with how close I was with those guys. They were awesome. That's good. It's good. It's good to hear. How, how much of a difference do you see uh, there being from the FCS level to the FBS level? I think today there's much more of a difference than there was when I first got recruited. I, I think today with social media and how recruiting works, there's so many kids that you can see all over the internet, and it's a lot harder for kids to fall through the cracks like some of us did in 2018 and even like with the transfer portal stuff now all mm-hmm. the top kids from fcs go fbs and i think it also drives in a lot more money into the fbs level in terms of nil and tv deals because it is like top level talent and i think that's something that we see with a lot of leagues today is that players are getting bigger they're getting more athletic they're getting smarter and i think I've, fbs changed i'm definitely I'm, I'm really pumped for the challenge. I think that's something that's changing a lot these days is that money. Um, and I think that's something that's obviously going to lure more recruits in. And those kids aren't going to fall through the cracks like they used to back in the day. So FBS level, it's definitely going to be a talent jump. And I'm, you know, I'm pumped for it, you know, especially with our schedule. You know, at Tennessee, NC State, Duke, Boston College, at FCS, you know, you play one FBS team a year. And that's like, it's kind of see like, oh, let's see how we stack up against them. I know I see like fourth year at Richmond. We almost beat Virginia Tech. Uh, Joe Mancuso, our starting quarterback, got hurt, though. And it was kind of tough for us to get back into the game. But we stacked up well against their own line. I mean, it was it was definitely like not much different. I mean, there's sometimes you go against some of the lines at FCS that are better than FBSO lines. So I don't think it's really going to be that much different. Um, maybe in terms of athleticism, but technical skill, it's about the same, I'd say. I, I, I couldn't agree more with you. I mean, you made a great point saying how so many of the, the so much of the talent at the FCS level is transferring up. So it, it's, it's not even as big of a jump, like you said, anymore. Oh, not at all. I mean, those kids that do fall through the cracks, they're going to ball out FCS, do one crazy year, and then they're going to transfer up play FBS football. That's right. how it works now, you know? What, what are your plans for the offseason uh, to, to get stronger, faster, leaner? Uh, what, are you, what are you looking to work on and get better? Probably get more flexible. Um, I'm, pr- I'm a pretty flexible guy now. But I know in terms of getting low and bending, I mean, with how many snaps I played at Richmond, I played 70-plus snaps a game, which is just not feasible at the defensive line position in terms of how much physical play there is at the point of attack. And um, 
So I'm probably going to try to get more flexible, stronger, like, pretty much all those things. Um, I mean, I'm, a, you know, being a fifth year, I'm, a, I'm already a pretty big guy now. So I think just getting my athleticism up as much as I can is probably going to be the biggest thing for me. And obviously when I get on campus, Coach Mack is going to tell me more things that he wants me to do to help me as a player. And he already kind of has. But for sure, I, I, my athleticism and like flexibility, I think that's always a must for defensive linemen. Because we're always going to be strong. Mm-hmm. If you're good, you're always going to be strong. Because going against some of these guys on the offensive line, it's something if it's a necessity. So, yeah, no, I kind of just just pump for um, getting there and see what an FBS strength program is. I think that's going to be the biggest difference too. And honestly, like strength programs are just money in football. At the FBS level, is that much different than FCS. It's like the weight rooms are bigger. Strength coaches, you know, they're top quality. So I'm really pumped for that. To hear you played seventy plus snaps a game on the defensive line is incredible oh my god it was it was brutal though uh, let me tell i'm you. sure first, it was <laughs> first game we play uva and uh they run no huddle it is a furnace in that stadium have you ever been to scott stadium i have not yet it is a freaking furnace first <laughs> first game of the year human as heck and we're playing i feel like i'm gonna pass out for the first time ever playing football and that's probably the only time I ever tapped my helmet in the game because we. So we only had one sub because the other defensive tackle that was going to start with me, Aiden Murray, he tore his Achilles in oh. the like preseason training. So we had we converted an O line to play D tackle. Then we had another D tackle from JMU. We never took a, like neither of them have ever taken a snap at defensive line in college football ever. Oh my! And it was kind of like. Well, these guys can switch in for each other, but Ray, we need you in there at all times. So I'm like, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to complain, but I'll, I'll probably get tired after a while. And it definitely happened, but as the season went on, it was just, I was at a, I was, you know, flowing. It was just normal. I had great conditioning. I was, you know, moving as much as I can. And, uh, yeah, no, it was, it was a good time playing all those snaps. You know, it can be, you know, cumbersome, mm-hmm. but. I think it was very rewarding. You know, I'll come play FBS football, and, you know, I'll play probably half those snaps, and I'll probably have way more energy and be able to move way faster. So that's something I'm really excited and looking forward to coming up. That That's awesome. I I, <laughs> I love hearing that. I mean, that, that stinks the scenario that you had to do it in, but at the same time, I mean, you, you certainly got to play, that's for sure. <laughs> for sure. I mean, you got a lot of good film out there. And um, in high school – I played both ways, so it mm-hmm. wasn't like it's something new to me. It's crazy, though. You come to college, you play only one position the whole time with no subs, and you're like in high school, I'm like, I'm doing this whole, I'm playing the whole game. Right. <laughs> you don't get tired at all. <laughs> I think that's always pretty funny when you're thinking about it. That's true. Yeah. What, what do you bring to UConn football? Um, definitely going to bring a chip on my shoulder. Coming from the FCS football program, you know, I'm probably going to have a couple people doubting me, saying, you know, the talent's a lot better than it was at FCS. Um, but, I'm, you know, I'm kind of here to, you know, prove those doubters wrong and just show how good I am, you know, at football. <laughs> that sounds kind of simple, but, like, for real, that's kind of what I'm aiming for. And I just want to keep perfecting my craft and giving myself a better platform to hopefully play on Sundays. And, you know, Coach Moore is definitely going to give me that opportunity. 
and that's something I'm really excited for. But you're you're bringing you're bringing a guy with a lot of energy, a really positive attitude, a great dancer. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, nah, but uh, no, nah, it, it's it's it, uh, they're they're gonna a great guy, and I'm gonna I'm trying to be you know I'm always aiming to be the best person I can, and I hope to bring my you know just my good character to the program. And hopefully they uh, they enjoy it <laughs> and kind of go from there. Well, you're not going to play for a better uh, head coach when it comes to uh, defensive mind and helping you transition to the NFL, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, Coach Moore is very experienced. Honestly, before, I think even like whenever UConn offered me, I know the program was changed. I didn't even know who the head coach was, and I looked it up. I'm like, oh, my God. Coach Moore's dad was the dude that's the playoff. <laughs> that was the first thing I thought. Uh, I thought, you know, but, uh, you know, Coach Moore, he's a super smart guy. He was awesome to talk to, and he really sold me, and just his personality and, like, how he gets along with the players, I thought that was very admirable because you see some head coaches today barely interact with their players only at times. And right. It seems like Coach Moore is all in with his players and always trying to help us out in any, any way possible. So that's something I thought was super awesome. Then uh, Coach Mack. He's a very smart dude. Uh, he's young, and I know like he, he's going to be one of the top in like coaching the defensive uh, line position, you know, in years to come. But you know, I'm I'm really happy for this opportunity that they've given me, and I'm going to make sure that you know the gamble they took on me is going to be completely worth it. Absolutely. You said you said you're talking about dancing a little bit, so I'll transition it this way. What is your goal as a, as far as your sack numbers? Will we be seeing a lot of dancing? I hope so. <laughs> so last year I got about five sacks. If I can get more than five, I think that's a really good number, especially mm-hmm. at the defensive tackle position. Right. Um. As I, you know, it, it's it's something you know. It's probably the most fun thing as a defense. I'd say it's the most fun thing as a defensive lineman is to get a sack. Because it's probably the one time that all cameras are on you on the field. It's like that's your time to shine, and everyone sees who did it. Um, but yes, yeah, that's that's something I'm really excited for. You know, kind of just getting after the quarterback, and uh, yeah, I, I would say five plus more than I had last year. That's kind of the goal. Make sure that I'm making improvements with my game and doing it at the FBS level. That's something that is really important to me. So. Five plus. That, uh, that's, I think that's my number. That's a good goal. When I coached, I always said get one percent better every day. So exactly, <laughs> that's that's it right there. <laughs> yep. What what drew you to come play at UConn? Uh, a lot of it was, I think the schedule was something that really attracted me because they're playing top level talent. I mean, right. Even the group of five teams that they're playing, USF, really good program with great history. FIU, solid program. JMU, revenge game. You know, I'm not going to lie, they kicked their ass when I was at Richmond. They're a good squad. They're well coached. And that game's on my birthday. My girlfriend went to JMU. She's an alum. So that's that's a game I'm pretty excited for. It's a perfect storm. Oh, exactly. Exactly. So, and it's at JMU. So it's pretty close to Richmond where uh, she's living now. So, yeah, no, it's going to be big homecoming game <laughs> for me on my birthday too so yeah no it's, it's pretty exciting but the schedule was very enticing whenever I was looking at uh, schools to go to and just coach Mora and coach Mack they're great people 
Coach Morris going to help me elevate my game to that next level because he knows what is needed at the next level. And I, his knowledge of the game is unmatched, I think, compared to some of these other coaches out here in FBS. I mean, how many players can say they have a former NFL head coach coaching them? Right. I think that's super cool. And the school in general, I mean, I, I'm no, I'm no uh, stranger to the cold weather, so that didn't really bother me. My grandparents live in Vermont, so, you know, it's a nice four-hour drive away. Um, they can come to some games, too, which is really nice. And, um, yeah, this location's cool. You know, it's close to New York, close to Boston. Uh, yeah, and uh, it's just a lot, of, a lot of things about the school really drew me in. Love that. You, you've talked a little bit about some of your personal goals, and uh, how do you feel UConn will be able to help you achieve those? Um just with some of the with how good they got within a year within Coach Moore getting there. I know I'm going to be coached by some of the best coaches in college football. I mean, to go from five wins in five years to six wins in one year being bowl eligible, that's probably one of the you know, craziest. Yep. I, like if there was a, there's no comeback team of the year, you know how they have comeback player of the year awards, mm-hmm. like NBA, NFL, and all that. That, that. that would be, UConn would have won that by a landslide, especially with just, what the program is now, I mean, everyone's all in, producers are all in, AD's all in, Coach Moore is all in, so that's something I'm really excited for. Um, yeah, it's just, it, and all this is going to help me elevate my game to that next level. You know, that great team culture goes a long way. I think a lot longer than people think. It isn't just a bunch of talent coming together. If you got brothers playing for each other, going to elevate their game to the you know, best level that they can play. And that's something that I really look forward to is, you know, playing with these guys, you know, being inducted into this new family and um, just balling out at the rent. And Husky fans will love to hear that. That is for sure. I, <laughs> yeah. On a side note, I, I get to vote for National Coach of the Year. I voted for Coach Mora because of that fantastic comeback story. I know I'm a little biased because of my connection to UConn and my love for them. But I have to agree with you that that comeback from from the previous year is something that you don't see very often. Oh, not at all. I mean, I did, so I had a Richmond teammate. He transferred from UConn from the old regime, and like I was just talking to him about it when I committed to UConn. He was like, "Oh yeah, that program's so much different now, and like the improvements that they've made in a year is crazy." That's so good to hear. Yeah. Well, we we know you got one friend on the team, but do you have any other personal connections to UConn? Um, honestly, not. I'm trying to think. I mean, one of my neighbors, he played hockey at UConn for a little bit. I know that. Then he transferred. His name was Jordan Timmons. He transferred to like he transferred to Bobby Moe after, which is in Pittsburgh. Um, Jelani Stafford. I know he's a Pittsburgh guy, and believe me, Pittsburgh guys take a lot of pride in their area and we'll probably be boys pretty soon (laughs) just being from the 412 it's it's a very big pride thing and uh just seeing other guys ball out from the city is you know big time for us that's all yeah honestly not not much of an i can't think of any other connection obviously playing with your best friend has to just be just one of the most ultimate things you could you could have as an athlete 
Yeah, I mean, especially at this age, it's something you don't think is going to happen. Mm-hmm. But here it is, you know, this opportunity is happening and we're taking it. And it, I, I'm really excited to just kind of like reconnect after being away from each other for five years. Like, we're doing the damn thing one mm-hmm. last time, man, one last time. So I'm, I'm super excited for it. That's so cool. Yeah. What what attracted you the most to UConn over some of your other suitors when you were leaving Richmond, and what kind of set UConn apart in that? Um, so I had some top level FCS schools and some MAC schools. I just think UConn offered a lot more than a lot of these other schools, and it's at no fault to them. It's just the money that UConn has and has put into their football program is you know it, it's definitely attracted to recruits like myself. And the schedule that they play, national, you know, nationally televised, NFL head coach, it was just a lot of things. It was the perfect storm for me, and it was a no-brainer for me to pick. Like, it was the easiest decision, I think, honestly. When, when I finally, when, when they offered, I was like, yep, I'm, I'm probably just going to go there. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was pretty, it was a good, uh, it was easy for me. It was a lot of things. They, they offer that a lot of other schools can't offer. And that's something that, uh, you know, it really stuck with me, and especially just their, a lot of their sport programs in general. I mean, hockey, basketball, women's basketball, they take a lot of pride in their sports here at UConn. So I, I think just the athletics community is something that's always, like, you know, pretty big for me too. Because at Richmond, you know, we had a pretty dang good basketball team. Right lacrosse women's lacrosse you know just having like other like successful sport programs i i don't know it's something i always like enjoy it's just being a part of like a big you know awesome athletics family you know the broader picture in athletics i'm really intrigued to hear you say that because i myself when i was looking at a college when i was when it was that time for me i had the exact same mindset too i wanted to go somewhere where not only was the sport I was playing was good, but I wanted to be around just a great environment like that. Yeah, I mean, you see, when you see a lot of positivity, uh, it rubs off on mm-hmm. you. And I think positivity goes a long way. Being optimistic at Richmond, you know, we made so we made it to March Madness. We beat Iowa. There's a newspaper article with me jumping in the air with my football helmet on, wearing a Richmond football <laughs> tank top, <laughs> and. Uh, it was just, as I said, you know, a really good athletics community. I would go to a bunch of other sports, like sporting events. And, um, yeah, I mean, positivity rubs off on people. And you'll see the performance and others go up whenever they receive, you know, student uh, backing. Just seeing your fellow peers at games with you, like that you're playing in, I think elevates your level like, of play because you're playing for them, you're playing for your school, you're playing for the name on the front of your jersey. And it really represents that. Amen to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What I, I always ask every UConn player or commit this question: What were your thoughts when you walked into the football facility? What, like, what did you think about that? All right. So probably not the first thing. First thing was. I see Big East, I'm like, man, I love the Big East. I miss the Big East. Because I was a big Pitt <laughs> fan, and I yep, the Big yep. East was such a cool conference. <laughs> and uh, so that, that was the first thing. Then I'm like, okay, let's look around. Now I'm like, hey, this looks so cool. 
cool. You see, you know, you see the state of Connecticut with the C on the wall, all the NFL players that they had, just how big everything is. The indoor field that didn't have that, and I'm like, that, that's, yeah, that's super cool. <laughs> uh, the weight room huge, um, the locker room dope. I was just like, yo, this is crazy. It was, it was just wild to me, and like just the facilities that they had. I'm like, dang, this is this is tight. This is so nice. I'm like, it was. It was it was awesome. That's all. It's different. <laughs> it, was something I was, it was something I was not used to. Yep. You know, at I, I believe that. It's different, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> are, are there elements of UConn's defensive schemes that kind of intrigued you when it was when you were going through the process? Um. Yeah, so at Richmond we played a four down front, so I played mostly three tech and two Y. Um... UConn kind of game plans like NFL teams. Like they'll switch it up every single week in terms of what they want to do up front, secondary. You aren't going to get the same look every single week. And I think the ability to play these different alignments, like playing at a three-tech, playing at a two-eye, but now also playing at a shade, possibly four-eye, I think that's something that's really cool in terms of just, you know, helping my draft stock too. It's like, yeah. oh, this this guy can play everywhere, and I'll fit into any scheme. And that's something I thought was super cool. Was like as more like Coach Morris told me, he's like, you know, we probably an NFL team. And I'm like, how many, how many colleges are saying, yeah, we're probably like an NFL team? Or, it was dope. It was it was awesome just seeing like a bunch of smart football minds in one room working together. That's something I'm really excited to like be a part of. You hit the nail right on the head there by saying there's. Not very many teams out there getting coached by NFL an NFL coach and and somebody who's preparing you for those NFL schemes, like you said. Yeah, it was as I said, probably too many times now. But Coach Moore got a lot of pull, and he's he's a dude. He's awesome. I love him. We've already said. I mean, Richmond is a very solid FCS program. So why why leave? It was just time. I mean, five years at one place, doing a six-year. I'm like, it, it was just time for me to leave and kind of see what else is out there for me at the FBS level and playing at that next level of D1 football. Uh, yeah, obviously, you know, Richmond's great program, great teammates, great coaches. I was just kind of, I was, I just wanted a new challenge, a new adventure. I felt like I got somewhat complacent. Wanted to see what was out there. Wanted to challenge myself, and that's kind of why I did it. It was a lot of that, and yeah, <laughs> you know, I feel like that's kind of how it is. You know, you got to see yourself, you know, evolve or just stay the same. I want to be different. I want to change uh, my trajectory of just kind of being like, all right, I'll just play at Richmond for five years, maybe just call it quits. I'm like, nah, I, you know, I got shot this thing to play at that next level. And I think, you know, being at UConn, I'll get a lot more scouting exposure too. Mm-hmm. So it was something that, that I really thought about that too. It's like, it was just, I needed a new challenge and I needed this challenge to get myself better at football. And, you know, I'm really happy. I took this gamble on myself. I ended up at a great program at, at UConn and, yeah, I'm really excited for it. Well, I can personally say myself and Husky Nation is thrilled to have you. 
we're, 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 we're excited to have you a part of this. And I mean, last season we've talked about it. It was, I mean, a turnaround for the ages. I mean, just a unbelievable season. Um, what team goals is, I mean, I know you're, you're new, but what team goals is the team talking about heading into this season? Um, honestly, I've, I'm going to be real with you. I haven't had really had a chance to talk with many people on the team, mm-hmm. but I would assume probably just win more. Right, right. <laughs> you know, that's, that's every team's goal, but yep. Um, instead of six, seven, eight, nine, yep. see what you can do. Just keep winning games. And, do it again. Uh, <laughs> keep representing the name on the back of your jersey and the front of your jersey as best you can and just play for each other. And whenever you do that, it's it's hard to lose games. Absolutely. Yeah, UConn is a brotherhood. I mean, I've talked to so many players, and like every single one of those guys, they they love each other, and it it's a special thing. And how do you fit into that? Do you how do you feel like you're gonna fit in? Oh, I mean, I'm one of the most social people you'll ever meet. I go into anywhere if I make a friend with somebody. And you're like, who the heck are you talking to? I was like, I don't know. I just met him. <laughs> like one of those type <laughs> conversations. But, um, you know, I, I love being around teams like that. I love being around, you know, the, the guys in general. Like even at Richmond, I mean, we were really tight-knit. We were a really great family there. You know, we, we always had these mottos that we fell back on to, of being tight-knit, being blue-collar. And... I feel like UConn's no different. Even the team colors are the same, pretty much. <laughs> right, right. I didn't think about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, red, white, blue. So, yeah, a bit darker shade of blue, though. That's the only difference. <laughs> but um, besides the point, yeah, I mean, it, it's um, – believe me, I'm completely bought in with, like, any brotherhood. Like, any any group of guys that are willing to fight for each other, I'll fight right with you. So that's something I'm pretty pumped to be a part of. You know, it seems like a special thing that they're building here. I'm ready to part, you know, be part of the special journey. And we're and we're happy to have you. Like I said, I mean, I I can't wait to see to see you fit into it and thrive in it. <laughs> I appreciate it, Bobby. Yeah, no, I'm pumped. Well, it's probably a little bit of a little bit away, but when are when are you moving up to? to Connecticut and is Noah going to be your roommate? I have to imagine so. Yes. So <laughs> funny enough, Noah uh, put his commitment on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Our high school head coach texted us and said, roomies. And we were like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we'll be roommates whenever we get up there. Um, I'll be leaving Saturday, staying with an old Richmond teammate in New York. Then I'll drive the rest of the way on uh, Sunday. So yeah, that's kind of my plan right now. And uh, yeah, start classes Tuesday. Yeah, no, it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Uh, you know, new environment. I, I've gone to a small private school my whole life for college. You know, with Richmond only has about four thousand kids. Now I'm going to school with about twenty five thousand. <laughs> so it's gonna be probably a big change for me in terms of class size. But you know, I'm, I'm pretty excited for it. And I would say so. That is a big difference. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure, for sure. You've talked about building your relationship with Coach Moore, and it sounds fantastic. What? How do you view some of the other relationships that you've built with some of the other coaches? Uh, I mean, Coach Mack, he's he, he seems like he knows a lot of ball. I mean, he's thirty-one, I think, and uh, 
be at this point of your career, 31, stands. It, it, it speaks a lot of him as a coach and him as a person. It takes a lot of hard work to get to where he's at right now. And I'm pumped to be coached by someone like that. You know, at Richmond, <laughs> I had five different defensive line coaches because, you know, we always put pretty good stats up as a D-line, so the D-line coaches got better jobs. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, but no, I'm, I'm ready to be with Coach Mack. He, he seems like a dude. He seems like somebody that's going to help me get a lot better and perfect my craft. And he's going to be someone that's going to push me and make sure I do get better. And um, he's also going to, you know, he's not going to just say a mother F me out. He's going to look at us and just improve upon our game and, uh, you know, never be satisfied with what we're doing. That's what he told me, and I fully believe that. And um, Coach Samus, he actually recruited me for O-line when he was at Lafayette, so funny enough. He's the line coach at UConn now. <laughs> so that, that's going to be pretty funny, I think, um, going against his guys and kind of just being with him now. He was really tight with our D coordinator at Richmond. Like, those guys are boys. Him and uh, Coach Wood, that was our D coordinator. Um, then uh, Coach Diabate, um, he, he seems like a really cool dude. Like, he was, like, messaging me. He's like, no one going to commit? No one going to commit? I'm like, just give it time. Because obviously <laughs> me and Noah had conversations before about right. what we were doing. And I know Noah just kind of – I'm always the one that decides stuff first. He, he, he thinks it over a little bit. You know, I, I think a lot more probably emotionally, and he's probably a lot more logical about stuff, likes to go through things. And um, he was like, is no one going to commit? I'm like, he's like, I'm nervous out here. I'm like, just wait on it, coach. It's coming. Just wait. And, you know, surely enough, Noah committed, and uh, he's feeling a lot better now. So th- those are mostly the coaches I've talked to. Really great guys, really great staff. I'm, I'm excited to you know be a player for, under them. One more question for you before before we get off the air. Oh yeah. <clears throat> with with me being a traveler to different stadiums and everything, I got to ask you what what's some of the best stadiums you've played in? Maybe a favorite. I know you talked a little bit about UVA, but uh, and then maybe some that you're looking forward to this season with UConn. Yeah. All right. So obviously UVA Scott Stadium, really cool. Kind of has a it's bowl. It's like a sunken garden type deal. They got a nice little hillside going, green hillside that's like connected to the campus. I think it's a super cool stadium. Played at Virginia Tech. Enter Sandman is crazy. It was wild. <laughs> you know, you, you, you know, you hear about it. All these Virginians, you know, they're talking about how it's like one of the craziest traditions of football. And me being a Pitt fan, never really. Never really cared for it, but when we played there, oh my god, it was it was jumping, it was crazy. And uh, I'm trying to think what other. Let's see, I played. I'm trying to think what FBS schools I played. I played at Boston College uh, my sophomore year, and then the COVID year. This this one kicked like it pissed me off. I'm not gonna lie. So we were supposed to play at Pitt, and that's like, oh, oh man. I get to go home, and I get to invite all my friends to the game, play against Pitt. Season gets freaking canceled. I'm like, God damn it, man. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to play in front of my family, in right. front of my friends, and this season gets canceled? Oh, my God. But um, at Tennessee, that game's going to be wild. You know, I, I heard my first D-line coach freshman year, Kerry Bailey, he played defensive line at Tennessee, and he says like 
SEC crowds are just absurd. <laughs> he's like, he's, he says Northern crowds get kind of rowdy. It's like Penn State's not bad, but like he says, SEC crowds are they're a different breed. They say he's, they're some of the loudest in the country, and I'm excited to see what that's like. You know, I love playing on the big stage. It's something I think every player loves. I will be there for that game. I can't wait for that. Just that atmosphere is going to be insane, like you said. Oh, my God, yeah. I mean, I have some friends that, uh, you know, they're Tennessee fans or, you know, their family went to Tennessee or something like that. And they're, they're saying it's just wild. So I'm pumped for it. Love it, man. <clears throat> yes, sir. Well, I, I got to thank you so much for joining me tonight. This is a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. I had a great time, Bobby. I appreciate you asking me to be on the show. I had a lovely time. Great time talking to you, and uh, hopefully you didn't get sick of me talking about myself. <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> well, UConn Nation, I hope you enjoyed this episode, and uh, thank you guys for always tuning in. Feel free to always follow me on Twitter at the TNT College Football Podcast at TNT College Foot One. Everybody have a good night. God bless.